Keeping it real. A state. Hello, everyone, and as always, welcome back to my podcast. Thank you, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have not done so already, please go back and listen to my previous episodes and make this one of your favorite podcasts so you can know when a new episode is released. Thank you again so much for tuning in. Today, we will be discussing how to become a real estate agent. I get so many questions about what I did, what did I have to go through, the steps that I took to become a real estate agent. So if you are interested in becoming a realtor, this is the episode for you. I will be discussing what it takes to become a real estate agent and things I wish I knew before becoming a real estate agent. So jumping right into this, generally speaking, there are not many things that you need to do to become a real estate agent. General requirements are in Virginia, you must be at least 18 years old. You must be a U.S. resident. You must complete your required pre-licensed education course and pass your real estate exam. And boom, there it is. You're a real estate agent, right? No. Well, you are, but it's not that simple. So I'm going to dive into those just a little bit more to explain what it actually takes to become a real estate agent. So if you are at least 18 years old and you are a U.S. resident, your next step would be to sign up to take your pre-licensed education course. I took my pre-licensed education course with Mosley Real Estate School, and I chose them for a number of different reasons. One is that they offer free continued education, so I thought that was a good plus, and some other schools offer that as well. Also, they had at a location that was pretty close to where I live, so it was easy for me to commute every day, so that's another reason why I chose Mosley. Um, I had a great experience with them. It wasn't too expensive. Everything was what it says it was. So I would definitely recommend using mostly real estate schools if you're looking for a real estate school to go through. Um, as far as my class, my class was one week, just five days. So you're required to take 60 hours of pre-licensed education. And I did it in one week. And it was like a crash course. It was so much information, so many things to remember, so many things to retain. It was just a lot. If you don't have a lot of time to take the course, and I would recommend doing it this way, but if you have more time and you can take it over a period of time so you can go home and really dissect the information and read over it, then I will recommend probably doing it that way. Because after I took the class in that week, I still had to do quite a bit of studying after the class. So I actually went to try to take the class exam right after and I failed it. So once you take the class, you have to take the class exam with Mosley in order to pass on to be able to take the state and national exam. So I failed the class exam twice before I passed it. So it took me three tries to actually 
pass the class exam to qualify to be able to take the state and national exam. So I know some some classes, they don't do it that way. Some classes, they test you as you go or give you like test periodically. So it's not one big test at the end. So some classes, some schools do it different ways. But the way Mosley did it is I took the class and at the end of the class, I took an exam, which I failed twice. <laughs> and then I ended up passing on the third time. So I took the class in November and I finally passed probably in March. So yeah, it took that long for me. It took me a lot of studying, a lot of hard work, a lot of reading. I used a website called Prep Agent, which helped me study. It gave me practice quizzes, practice tests. It gave me flashcards. I just really had to like focus and get in there and really study and retain this information because you get the basic knowledge, but to be able to retain it and apply it during your test is the hard part. And of course, they... On the test, they you know ask you questions in certain ways and try to trip you up. So you really have to know the information and know what you're talking about, know what you're reading so that you can pass the test. That's one of the biggest trials that most people have coming into the industry is passing the real estate exam. And I actually, once I passed the class exam and I went on to the state and national exam, I passed on the first try. So I think all that hard work for me paid off from studying so long and studying so hard it paid off for me where I ended up passing on the first try and I was able to get my go ahead and apply for my real estate license so the class and passing the test I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy because it's going to be hard but that is key to even being able to apply to have a real estate license so that is a hurdle that you will have to overcome if you are interested in joining the real estate game. I also wanted to mention that when you pass your exams, you do have to have your fingerprints taken at the testing center. So be prepared that once you pass, you have to pay for your fingerprints and have them taken right there on site at the exam center. Now, after you are eligible to apply for your real estate license, there is an application that you have to go down to Depor and submit. You may be able to do it online. I can't remember if I did it online or in person, but there's the application fee that you have to submit and just a little bit of paperwork that you have to go through to actually obtain your real estate license. In addition to that, you will also want to start interviewing some brokerages that you would like to be a part of. So in order to practice real estate in the state of Virginia, you have to be under a real estate brokerage. So if you're not a real estate broker, but if you're come just coming on, you're new to the game and you're like coming on as a salesperson or a real estate agent, you will have to practice real estate under a brokerage firm. So what I did when I started, I drafted up an interview sheet. So when I went into the brokerage firms, I had a list of questions. I took the person's business card, the person's information, and I knew exactly what I wanted to ask each broker and the information that I wanted to gather from our meeting. So I would kind of interview them while they're interviewing me because it's important that you find a firm that you feel like you fit the culture, you fit the company culture, and their core values are the same as yours. 
because your firm has a lot to do with your success. You want to make sure you have a firm that has lots of trainings. You want to make sure you have a firm that has lots of support. Are there people that you can contact when you don't know something? You want to make sure, you know, you discuss your commission splits with your firm. You just want to make sure that you have an understanding of what you're going into. So one big thing for my firm, I'm with United Real Estate, is the culture. When I was sitting down talking with my broker, I just felt like I was speaking with like a family member. And I felt like we immediately clicked, you know. Um, you know, we started talking about our city, different things that we've done in the city. So I just felt like the, he was very personable and that's what drew me into my firm. So that's very important. After you apply for your real estate license and you receive your license or you're eligible to have your license because you won't actually get the copy of your license. It'll be sent to your brokerage firm. So once your license is active, Your license has to be with a broker in order to be considered active in the state of Virginia. So DPOR will send your license to your brokerage firm that you choose that you want to be a part of. So there's a process that you go through, like an onboarding process with your brokerage firm, where they set up everything for you, websites and passwords and all their um, software. So it'll be like a lot to take in, Um, a lot of new information, meeting a lot of new people, Um, A lot of technical things, digital things. So it's a lot to take in, but it's all a part of the process. Just learning new platforms, meeting new people, getting into a good firm, getting settled in, going through their new agent orientation and just really becoming a part of the firm and their culture so that whenever it's your turn to shine, you have people you can reach out to for questions, people you can partner with. Um, It's just important to have that support. So make sure when you're choosing a firm that you choose a firm that you fit in and you feel like they support you. After you have found a brokerage, you want to be prepared to attend a lot of trainings and orientations. There may be some trainings as a new agent for your real estate brokerage. And there are also trainings for the Association of Realtors. So I'm a part of the Richmond Association of Realtors. So I had some trainings that I had to attend for them. I had to attend new agent training for my brokerage and just a few other trainings that provide you with a lot of information that will contribute to your success as a real estate agent. I mentioned the Richmond Association of Realtors, but just for your information, you are now automatically a part of the Association of Realtors. So there's the National Association of Realtors, and then there are smaller associations like the Williamsburg Association, the Richmond Association. So you do have to pay fees to be a member of that association. And that's what makes you a realtor. So if you're a part of the National Association of Realtors, then you are a realtor. But if you are not a part of that, then you are a real estate agent. So that's what separates the two. And I think it's important to become a member of the National Association and your local association because It's another support system and they really work on your behalf. They provide you with a lot of valuable information. It's just really something to like it there. I wouldn't practice real estate without being a member of my association. That's just my opinion. And there's also the multiple listing service, which is another thing that you will want to become a part of. You want to be an MLS member because that's where All of the homes for sale in the Richmond area are listed and most agents use the multiple listing service to list all of their properties. So that is like your tool, like that is your key to success 
in real estate, being a real estate agent is having MLS access. So you, I will recommend signing up for your association and signing up for MLS access. And there are fees and dues associated with those organizations as well. So pretty much that's what it takes to become a realtor or a real estate agent. Of course, there are some things that you may expect, some things you may not expect. Some things may be a little bit different. Your story may be a little bit different from mine, but generally that's what you will go through. So you want to be prepared to dive right in to hit the pavement running because it will be hard work and you will need to prepare to build your clientele and build your sphere of influence. So once you have passed your test, You need to be marketing yourself. You need to hit the ground running and be prepared for all that comes with being a real estate agent. Now, a few things that I wish I had known before going into real estate. My huge thing is save money. I wish someone had told me, save some money. You will have fees and dues for everything, for your associations, for the MLS, for your broker, for your fingerprints, for your test, for your license, for your marketing materials. There will just be a lot of money that you have to put into your business, but you got to spend money to make money sometimes and it will all pay off once you start receiving some checks. But in the beginning, you do have to dish out money to become a real estate agent. I would say put aside maybe $3,000 to $5,000 if you can. Or if you have a credit card, you can use your credit card and pay yourself back. However you need to do it. But You do need to put aside some money. I'm going to be 100% transparent with y'all. It's not cheap to maintain your license. Another thing I wish I had known before becoming a real estate agent is to grow your online presence. Before becoming a realtor, I was not too pressed with social media and like being online and showing my face, but that is where... Almost all of my business has come from, from online. People see me posting. People see me reaching out to them. People see me posting homes. Online, growing my online presence has been like one of the biggest things and the hardest things for me to get used to because social media is a full-time job. So grow your online presence when you know you are about about to become a realtor. Start posting. Start letting people know what you're doing. Let people know that you can sell them a home, that they can buy a home from you, that you can sell their house. Just start growing your presence and start marketing yourself because number one thing in real estate is marketing. People need to know that you are a realtor. They always tell us, don't be secret agents. People need to know that you are a real estate agent. Do not keep it a secret. So the sooner you start marketing, the more people know, the quicker people know, the quicker you will start getting referrals and business and leads. So my thing would be grow your online presence and be active on social media if you are thinking thinking about becoming a real estate agent soon. Another thing I wish I had known before becoming a real estate agent 
is get a fuel-efficient car. Oh my goodness. You will drive a lot in real estate. You will put a lot of miles on your vehicle. So you will need a dependable and a fuel-efficient car. Don't be like Adria. Don't be me and drive a Jeep when you're doing real estate. So <laughs> that's one thing I wish I had known before becoming a real estate agent. You would think it's like, duh, but you don't think about it until you're actually driving all those miles and filling up your tank three times a week. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I need a fuel efficient car. So if you're thinking about becoming a real estate agent and you are purchasing a new car soon, get a fuel efficient car and a dependable car. Now, as I bring this podcast to an end, I did want to answer some questions that some of you had on Instagram about becoming a real estate agent. One of the questions was, I need help passing my test. And well, it wasn't a question. It was more so a statement. My advice to someone that cannot pass the test or is having trouble passing the test is just to keep pushing. I failed a few times before I actually passed. And one thing that worked for me is at the time I was like trying to work out and trying to be fit, trying to be more healthy. So what I did was my boyfriend and I, we got together and he would help me study. So what he would do is he would ask me a question about real estate. I would give him like my practice test and he would ask me a question. If I got the question wrong, I would have to do a certain exercise. So maybe like 40 push-ups or 30 sit-ups or whatever he wanted me to do. And if he got the qu- and if I got the question right, he would have to exercise. So eventually after doing push-ups and push-ups and sit-ups and whatever, you get tired of doing all those exercises. So you're going to start getting some answers right because it's something that you don't want to do. You don't want to keep doing push-ups. Push-ups are my weakness. So after doing all those push-ups, I'm like, I'm going to get this question right this time. And so once I realized that he was working out more than me, I'm like, okay, it may be time for me to go back and try and take the test again because I saw that it was actually results. Because I knew that, okay, I'm not doing exercises. He's doing all the exercises. That means I'm getting them right. So that's one thing that worked for me. You may have your own way of studying, your own way of going about things. But just keep studying. Like, don't go too long without reviewing the information. Even if it takes you a while, just keep reviewing it. Keep studying. Play videos in your ear while you're sleeping. Play videos while you're driving. Look at your flashcards. Be talking about real estate Talk to other real estate agents. Just always keep it around you and in your ear so you're not forgetting the information. The next question was, what are the costs and schooling required in Virginia to be a real estate agent? So the cost of my school was $389 for the class, and it was a one-time fee, and I needed 60 pre-licensed education hours in order to become a real estate agent. So $389 and 60 hours. And of course, as I mentioned in the podcast earlier, there are going to be other costs. That's just the cost of schooling. Someone said, can you help me understand the process of becoming a realtor? And I do feel like I've touched on that in the podcast. And they also said, is it the best thing you've done? And my response is, yes, I do feel like feel like it's worth it. 
Um, when you're first starting out, it can be a little bit discouraging, but if you push through and you brand yourself and market yourself and build your clientele, then yes, I feel like it's worth it. There's no better feeling than being able to work for yourself and see your business grow and be able to do something and help other people do something that matters. So I just think that it's important that you have a passion for a passion for helping people and doing something that matters because it's a big purchase. And a lot of people are first time home buyers or this will be their last home. So you want to put people into something that they're going to feel good about because this is their investment. So, yes, I love that. I don't have any regrets making the decision to become a real estate agent. And the last one I'm going to respond to, someone said, I'm currently studying for my real estate license. I was wondering if I can get some advice. My advice would just be to go for it. If these are your dreams, this is what you want to do, then go for it. Do not let anything stop you. It will be hard and it will be tough, but tough times don't last and tough people do. So I just say go for it. If this is your dream, give it all you've got. Don't let anything stop you. And that is all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, I appreciate you guys so much. I love all of my supporters. I truly, truly, truly appreciate you guys. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. You know how to contact me. I'm only a text message, call or email away. You know how to reach me. So as always, thank you so much. And until next time.